You are listening to the Game Sports Show, powered by GEM, the game entertainment and media. This upload is brought to you by Sports Center Bar and Grill, named Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario's best sports bar. Make sure to check out Sports Center in particular on Monday and Wednesdays for their 75 cent wing nights. So delicious, you can't beat them. Head on over to 624 Wellington Street West to watch the big game. Sports Center Bar and Grill, the Sioux's best sports bar. Booyah, it's time for the Game Sports Show, powered by GEM, the game entertainment and media. It is your host, David McCaig Jr., bringing you our Sports Center Bar and Grill new show in the pocket edition. Sports Center Bar and Grill, the Sioux's best sports bar. Make sure you make it your top priority to come on down to 624 Wellington Street, Weston, Sioux, Ontario. And oh, make sure you especially mark it down on Mondays and Wednesdays. So you can come on down and try their famous 75-cent wing nights. And even outside of those delicious wings, there are still many great menu options available. That includes the pizza. Oh, it is absolutely fabulous. Just the overall food on the menu is great. And just the sports-like atmosphere inside Sports Center bar and grill it's just perfect for you to watch the big game. For tonight's show here on the Game Sports Show, we are not present at the bar. That bar being Sports Center Bar and Grill again, just to remind you, currently, as yours truly is inside the Gem Studios in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, our co-hosts for tonight's show are joining us presently via Skype. And we will be back at Sports Center in the next coming episode prior to our Xmas holidays, just so our fans can get back to saying hi to us at the bar. But getting to the co-host here tonight, firstly going to Justin Heichel, our general sports analyst here with Gem. How's it going, pal? Oh, it's uh, it's going. Uh, we're uh, what, another plus uh, plus four day in December, so I'll take that. Yep. And with this recording being on December the 9th, of course, on a Wednesday, it isn't, you know, uh, there isn't a lot of white fluffy stuff outside, if you will, as there's in some other parts in Ontario or even the United States. I'm not too sure the weather is in the States, but I'm sure our next co-host will jump into that and comment that feedback. But it, it, obviously seeing this weather is certainly outside of seasonal, but I ain't going to complain, to be totally honest with you. Now, getting to that other co-host that we have on the other end of the line through the Internet waves, his name is EJ Russell the host of The Hot Seat live in Escanaba, Michigan. The Hot Seat brought to you by both Gem and the Game Sports Show that you can check out on our episodes tab on our website, including on all of our platforms, in particular with Podbean. EJ, how's it going, my friend? Yo, happy to be here. Uh, and uh, apparently bring some energy because Dave shared a little story with me ahead of time. Uh, listener who knows who you are that said I, I might be a little kooky or whatever. I'm here to bring the fire this week, here to bring some energy. Let's get into it, boys. Love it. You know what? The positive feedback we've been getting there, believe it or not, that we've obviously have had some constructive criticism, if you will, back on the show and a lot of positive, but they really enjoyed our last week's episodes because myself, Justin, and EJ, while we're sitting inside the comforts of our home, yours in particular inside the Gem Studios, we're enjoying some nice cold beverages. Maybe it got the juices flowing. Who knows? But nonetheless, it was an episode I certainly enjoyed. And speaking of episodes make sure you check out our episodes previously this week and even going into last week's our monday uh, december the seventh week edition of espn 1400 and as i mentioned last week there was a the hot seat last week there was our in the pocket edition last week there was multiple shows that you can check out on the gamesportshow.com and all of our platforms and this week we have a lot of shows still coming up we have ej's show that we'll get to more at the end of the show and we ask what ej is up to and yours truly having a special edition upload this week with jeremy yablonski now let me tell you if you're looking for stories you're going to make sure you want to check out that as well but make sure you hit like follow and subscribe on all of our platforms and those platforms being facebook and instagram which is at the game sports show or through spotify apple podbean amazon and podtail podcast platforms wherever you get your podcasts including making our website your homepage, the now, getting to this show's agenda here tonight from Sports Center Bar and Grill, our in the pocket edition. And getting to that agenda, fellas, we're going to follow the same routine as last week. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? Obviously, we have the three of us, uh, the other individual that we usually have. Jamie Antonello was unable to join us here tonight. So, uh, a special shout out to uh, Jamie that uh, we don't have the four individuals that we usually have on the show, but we're still going to make the show entertaining like last week again, as I mentioned. But on the first part, of the show it's going to be a topic each justin will bring a topic forward i will bring a topic forward 
EJ will bring a topic forward. And I said it was more like an isosceles triangle last week. So we'll call it the isosceles triangle table, if you will. And then myself, Justin, and EJ now will jump in on the Pick'em for again this week. And it will be a two-part show. We'll make sure it's uh, very brief for you for your enjoyment. And EJ, you had some good picks last week. I can't wait to calculate those totals because before Christmas, I will be factoring your totals of what happened in week 13 and this current week to make your predictions. We'll see how far you are or how comparison or if you're ahead of the pack here. So let's get it all started. I'll just kick it off here on in the pocket. Hut, hut. I'm throwing the ball to Justin Heichel first. Hike, bring the first topic forward, my friend. Well, I guess... Uh, Did you just say hot, hot hike? Yeah. <laughs> I sure did. Is that good? I, I figured I'd like I love that. it. I thought I'd... <laughs> you know, I didn't say Omaha, Audible, whatever uh, Colt McCoy... Chocolate, chocolate. Or whatever Colt McCoy was saying this week with the Giants. You know, I know Ben Roethlisberger was saying a bunch of nonsense this week that didn't work out. But I decided to hut, hut, hike the ball. That is what I call uh, the first play of the game. And I'm hucking it down the field to Hal Mary. I know you're catching it, hike, so get us started. I mean, funny story, that that is where, like, the hike nickname came from. Oh, like love great, great That's guy even ju- better. junior football. <laughs> That's where it came from. High school football, uh, Sault Ste. or junior football, is that different? High school and junior well, it was grade nine, you know, junior football, whatever high school. That's yeah, I guess that. Yeah, I guess that is junior because there's only the two year junior, then senior. That's that's right. But did you play league football as well? No. Oh, no, did. I didn't. Uh, I didn't play SMFA. No. Oh, I thought. Maybe- I uh, no, I didn't get into football until high school. Uh, like funny story was, uh, I used to do hay in the summer with the, the Amadio brothers, and then they're like, "Hey, you should come out and play football," and it's like, "Hey, I should do that." Hey, I'm catching hay. Hey, I should do that. Love yeah, that. Yeah, a lot of hay's <laughs> around there. Hay is for horses. <laughs> First, um, but, uh, no topic here, I guess. Uh, I, I mean, I don't mean to rub it in. I'm not. I'm not taking a dig at the Steelers here, but uh, dig them. The NFC East. Like, what the what the fuck's going on? Like, who's gonna win there? Because <laughs> uh, like this week was awesome. Like, I I have never been so entertained by a shit division in football than I was this week. EJ, like, you can go uh, after Justin's done, then I'll take a stab at that, uh, of course. And then, Justin, you can wrap it up with your – I'd point your topic. But sorry, you were saying before we go to EJ. I mean, I, I'm just fascinated. Like, we uh, our picks last week were almost nonsensical. And, like, most of them hit. Like, Colt yeah. McCoy looked fantastic. Alex Smith, comeback player of the year if he wasn't already. Like – it's such a good story with Alex Smith too. Like, you know, like I'm not gonna lie, I was watching that tell of that game, and honestly, that this EJ, I know we're gonna go to you. I'll answer this. I'll, you know what? I'll get to my story after because I don't want to stay off the train here. EJ, you answer that first. Uh, the Steelers, you know, losing to uh, the Washington Football Club, Alex Smith, uh, in a game that the Steelers again probably should have won but didn't. Well, if anything, <clears throat> you have to make sure that, number one, you do give credit to Alex Smith, first and foremost. It's an absolute miracle that the guy is playing football again. So, uh, absolute huge shout-out to him, NFL Comeback Player of the Year. But, you know, you can't be mad about uh, a performance from Pittsburgh when your quarterback throws for over 300 yards and a couple touchdowns, you know. Uh, your rushing game was really non-existent. Uh, that's where Washington really found a way to make a difference. Uh, I did catch a little snippet, too, and during the game, they, uh, Chase, Chase Young, the uh, first-round draft pick from Ohio State for Washington this year, he was standing by the sideline by Mike Tomlin. He goes, I hope we're never bad enough to draft a guy like you. And just, like, Washington <laughs> played a great game, uh, you know. But what that tells you is that Pittsburgh obviously still respects Washington, even though they are not a great football team this year. Guess what? They still have, oh, look at that, five, was that five or six wins I see there? Okay, they're still making some noise. I don't know how the New York Giants accidentally found a way to beat the Seattle Seahawks. I, I have no idea what's going on there. And Heiko the New- called that last week. It's, we did it. Heiko called that last week. Right? Yeah, just I don't. I have no idea what's going on right now. Philly's still dumpster fire. Dallas is a mess. But uh, one of those teams could end up at eight and eight, which is, we thought that division was going to have a team with a losing record. So. Uh, I don't know what to think out of there, but if I'm going to pick a team to come out of that division, I'm going to stick with Alex Smith in Washington. I trust his leadership. Um, I, I like his story, and I think the team can rally behind that. 
See, you know what I'll say, Justin, going to your topic is with Washington and the Steelers, you know, I, I got I, – I get really – that's why I love the world of sports. Never mind just being a sports individual, but the stories in sports, right? It's obviously a lot of stories notable that I would always recall is Ray Bork winning the Stanley Cup with the Colorado Avalanche, or even LeBron winning a championship for the city of Cleveland, which I know EJ would like to hear. Uh, or if one day the Toronto Maple Leafs can win a Stanley Cup, but those stories that Alex. If Smith- the Browns won the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> See, like these, that would be so 2020. That's all I'm going to say. So 2020 if the Browns won the Super Bowl. But you you have Alex Smith, who EJ already attested to, was that there's a guy that is very fortunate to be able to still play the game of football. And despite who. Lucky to be alive. Luck or that, yeah. And despite the team that he. Lucky to have both of his legs. That, yeah. Like, and he's out there in a professional football game. And he beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. And it was a great team effort overall by Washington. But my story with Pittsburgh and Washington is that I was saying uh, before I let EJ jump in for I I didn't want to take the fire first. Like I said, I want EJ to start the show with a bang on top of starting the show with a great topic. Justin is I was sitting on the couch in the living room and I had to go back and forth to the TV, unfortunately, this week. Uh, and when I ended up going downstairs and coming back up at my house, and I continued to watch the game. It was in the fourth quarter, and the and the game was tied. And then all of a sudden, when the game was tied, I had an option come up on my television that says, do you want to go back to live TV? And as I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh, shit, the game's not live. I must have paused it or did something. I went to grab the remote, and when I went to grab the remote, I accidentally hit the play button. So it went to a live game. And the last play that I saw was the last field goal by the Washington Football Club. And... That was the winning and the clinching field goal uh, to win the football game. And I remember looking at the television in absolute silence. And then the only word that I was able to muster, and I'm sure you both can guess it because I say it quite say often, it. was fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Literally the only word that I was able to fucking muster because I, first off, missed a I was laughing. I missed a good chunk I was, of the- I was doing the whole line dance. <laughs> I was absolutely rattled. I was wearing my Troy Polamalu jersey, which I have been each week this season. I have big, obviously, favorite players, Troy Polamalu. They could have obviously used him last week, but they – and Juju, invisible that whole game, man. Like, like I, until the fourth quarter. And Troy Polamalu had great hair, by the way. Oh, we just addressed, hair. like, the – what is it? Head and shoulders worked for him. Yeah, and head and shoulders worked. And Patrick Mahomes thinking he has better hair than him in that commercial. No, I'm sorry. Patrick Mahomes is an absolute beast, but he does not have better hair than Troy Polamalu. And nonetheless, so with the game, I was so rattled, boy, sitting there. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I could have. I'm actually happy I didn't sit through that because I think if the, the shit that I would have felt after sitting there and hearing them, we've seen them lose. I'll say it flat out. They shouldn't have lost to Washington. But both teams, Giants and and Washington, almost said the Redskins. Sorry, flat out to say it's obviously still getting used to that. Dave, you can't say that anymore. <laughs> no, I you can't. can say fuck, but you can't say that. No, I cannot. It's true, but I always <laughs> it's the Washington Football Club. This is comical, anyways. <laughs> they they. They deserve to win that game. They actually played a pretty good football game. But Justin, going to you to uh, wrap up your topic. I mean, I, I'm just, I'm fascinated. Like this is, this is a storyline I never thought we'd have in December. Like we're, we're coming down to the wire. Like it's going to be, you know, Colt McCoy, basically <laughs> trying to win out against his old team that had no faith in him, ever, ever, and, and the Redskins and Alex Smith who. Like I, I scream and turn away every time someone sacks him. Still, yeah. Like I, 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 you know, like I, and this is gonna be an awesome run. Like I don't, I don't mean to shit all over it, and like, but it's kind of funny. Like this is gonna be awesome to see what this comes down to, and one of these teams is gonna have a playoff game. And I mean, if the Steelers game was any indication, like there, there could be an upset there. Yeah. Like it's, uh, I mean, January is turn gonna turn out to be pretty spicy too. The Steelers losing that game opens up a huge gap where potentially, okay, uh, and I'm going to work you guys through this, uh, you could have week or the final week of the season uh, be between Pittsburgh and Cleveland in Cleveland, both teams 12-3 and three for the division, okay? Yep. Yep. And here I'm going to walk you through it, okay? If the Browns beat the Ravens this week and the Bills beat the Steelers, okay, that has to happen. Next week, Browns beat the Giants, Steelers beat the Bengals. 
Browns beat the Jets next week, and then the Colts beat Pittsburgh. That all is entirely possible, right? Yeah. That would leave you with both teams 12-3 and three going into Cleveland. Winner wins the AFC North. That's fucked. I never thought we'd be talking about that. Let's go! EJ, where are we going to be that game? Like, virtually watching the game, I guess? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Virtually and, watching that game. And if it, it'll be the most Cleveland thing ever for that to be like a home game to win the division, and we'll end up losing it. Like, that would be the most Cleveland thing to do. Four wins in a row Cleveland going into this week, but that's big. You, you know, one They're playing well, man. They are. And one thing that I want to jump into uh, for my topic this week, keeping it kind of uh, more on the chill side before, obviously, obviously with you, EJ, going to your topic, I'll let you, uh, you always bring the great questions or topics forward more so, especially with the world of football. You, But one word that I wanted to bring up was absolute shit kicking. That's the word I want to bring up. And the reason why I want to bring this up, I think you'd probably know the game that I'm going to be pointing my fingers to. Obviously, it's not uh, Washington and Steelers or anything of such. It's, it is the game between the Patriots and the Chargers. Okay, uh, That game was an absolute pumping of a football game. Okay, And it wasn't because of excitement. It wasn't because... Uh, Anything along the lines of just, you know, one game that you shouldn't have missed. It was just a game where the Chargers got shown who the fuck is boss. Okay. And the Chargers dropped the three and nine, the Patriots now six and six. Okay. You had Cam Newton out there who, who threw under a hundred yards even in that football game. Okay. But rushed for almost as much as he threw in that game. They had the, they had the running by committee there with Harrison, uh, with Sony there. So uh, the chargers, obviously there's no stats to get into Just Hebert threw two interceptions and Eckler was absolute, just, just brutal. That that game, everyone was brutal, uh, especially the chargers defense. Now, what I wanted to say is these type of games in football, you would maybe expect this with the Jets. Sorry, Jets fans, getting your absolute head kicked in in a football game because your team is not great at football whatsoever. <laughs> they're they're in the NFL, but they're in the last place. But the Chargers and the Patriots was that something that you expected this week? And are those the type of games, okay, that you enjoy watching as a football fan? EJ, I'll go to you first. That it's not a game that I'd say that you don't enjoy watching. I mean, uh, you, you got a little bit of everything. You had a, a tiny bit of offense in there. Cam Newton had two touchdowns. Even Jared Stidham threw one. But uh, the, the absolute routing, okay, was definitely assisted by a 70-yard punt return by Gunnar Ozlowski, excuse me, and Dan McCourty getting a 44-yard pick, uh, or excuse me, return off a blocked field goal. So you know, when special teams contributes like that, yeah, you see the scores rack up. I think this game tells me a lot more um, about Anthony Lynn and the Chargers than it does about the Patriots because I'm telling you right now, and I've been saying it all year, Cam Newton going 12 of 19 for 69 yards and one passing touchdown is not a winning formula. I don't care how many rushes for you. He's not the same Cam that he used to be. He's not Superman anymore. He doesn't have the S on his chest. It wore off, okay? He had a bad, he bought a bad poorly made T-shirt, and the S is gone, right? Yep. So uh, I, I'm not that excited about the Patriots scoring 45 points. They got a little bit lucky, you know, and even throwing up one in garbage time. But uh, I think Anthony Lynn and the Chargers have more to work on. A lot of people think Anthony Lynn's going to lose his job. I actually like him a lot as the head coach for those Chargers, but he's not uh, got him winning football games, and that's a problem in this league. If you can't win football games, you don't get to keep your job, unfortunately. So uh, despite what people may think of Anthony Lynn, and I am a fan, I like the guy. Um, He's just probably not going to keep his job after losing a game like this. Uh, Matt Patricia is available as a coach if you want to replace him. Okay. <laughs> Hike. Yikes. Uh, yeah, I, I, I really agree with EJ on that. Like, I, I like Anthony Lynn as a coach of this team. I feel like if he had the opportunity to kind of grow with this team, th- they'd be all right. But his play calling sometimes is so suspect. And I, like, I don't know if it's him exclusively calling plays or if it's just, you know, the head coach's final overall, uh, you know, yes or no on the plays. But, like, some of the shit that goes on there doesn't make any goddamn sense to me. It's like me playing Madden at 3.30 in the morning, like, play calling sometimes. 
Um, but like the Patriots beat up on them. A That's like bit, me playing Madden at any time. Like I'm a terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you know, honestly, a couple things that I'll say with that is there's a couple comments, obviously that interest me. Joey Bosa was one that he said on chargerswire.usatoday.com is where this is credit from. And he said, quote unquote, it's pretty obvious that there's some problems. I'm going to show up and I'm going to play hard. I don't know if everybody else is. This last game is definitely going to affect some guys. Now, the big point is that obviously there is some problems. And going down in the article and even to some ads on the side, they're saying Chargers won't make a decision on Anthony Lynn until after the season. Now, one thing with Anthony Lynn is uh, maybe, as you guys both attested to, just give him a chance to grow with this team. I know after you get shellacked 45 nothing, EJ, you brought up good points with mentioning the special teams, which is just a big effect on this game. And when your special teams is clicking that way, it's certainly a big – it's going to turn the whole tables around. They got a couple couple touchdowns there, which is 14 or so points, if not more, whatever they caused, that – the, the big turning point in the game, right? So obviously, and you said they got one in, in crappy time. That's right. I actually was flicking back and forth in the games. This one that was on, uh, and after the it was the second quarter, uh, I believe they got 21 points. So I think they were they were actually up 28 nothing. That's when I stopped flicking to that channel to uh, watch the Patriots in the Chargers game. So I missed the third and fourth quarter. But reading the comments from the players, obviously you're going to see that players are not pleased with what happened. And uh, like you, well, last thing that you want is that inside locker tomorrow where their finger finger pointing is. So there's one thing that I liked about Joey Bosa's comments, and that is that's pretty obvious that uh, that there was problems. But for him to say, I'm going to show up, I don't know if everybody else is, I don't think that's something you want to bring to the media. But that's another topic for another another day. Overall, what I want to say as a football fan to end my topic is that with watching that type of game, that if it's a type of game where it's not like Madden on rookie mode where you're throwing it down to your receiver on the right side and like I used to in Madden 04 with Donovan McNabb over to uh, Terrell Owens, you know, as long as it's not those type of games where the defense is getting eaten alive uh, and it's actually a game where special teams are involved and the team are involved in all aspects and to see a quarterback throw under 100 yards and still have a you know good rushing game and like you said, not a formula to win, I don't mind seeing the type of games that are high scoring as long as they kind of keep some entertainment and despite being high scoring, it wasn't the type of game where you would have gotten too bored watching, even though I did stop watching it. Uh, nonetheless, EJ, your topic I want you to bring forward before we get to our first commercial break. Okay, so <clears throat> with as much goofiness that went on over this past weekend, okay, um, there are a couple divisions that are pretty mixed up right now, okay? Uh, Tennessee and Indianapolis, that division is entirely up for grabs now. Um, you have the Rams and the Seahawks. Seahawks kind of sliding in these last few weeks, um, getting some cheap losses there. Um, and then you have Buffalo and Miami both contending at the top there. Uh, out of those teams, you know, Miami, Buffalo, uh, Tennessee, Indianapolis, or um, Los Angeles, Seattle, which one of those interests you the most and, and which division do you think the um, underdog is more likely to win? Heiko, you can go first. Ooh. <clears throat> um, I mean, after watching Buffalo Monday night, like I'm kind of on the Buffalo train a little bit right now. Like Josh Allen was uh, was fun to watch Monday night. Uh, like well, going into the playoffs, watching Buffalo. I mean, I obviously have to say I'm interested in the Colts, but I always I like the Colts better as a wild card team than I do as a division winner. And it might sound nonsensical, but I don't know. They always play a little better in the playoffs when they've been playing playoff football for a few weeks going into the playoffs. Um, I, L.A. You know, potentially overtaking Seattle would be an interesting one. Um, but then having Seattle as a wild card team and Russ with that chip on his shoulder is dangerous too. Yeah. Um, and I mean, my, uh, the NFC East team, whatever NFC East team gets in, obviously I'm, uh, I'm going to be real excited about that matchup. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I Tennessee's run game is almost too good for them not to finish out strong unless there's some catastrophe there. Uh, yeah, no, I am. Uh, I'm hard on Indy, and uh, I'm gonna say uh, the Washington Redskins. 
Those are my AFC and NFC teams I'm looking forward to. Honestly, from my end, looking forward to things is Cleveland this week against Tennessee. That was the Cleveland Browns were ahead at one point, 38 to seven in that game. I was the last couple quarters, so I had the foot off the gas just a tad. But uh, Tennessee has always been a team I kept an eye on this year uh, because of Henry. I want to see how he would bounce back from such a great performance last year. Obviously, last week he wasn't too evident, but Corey Davis. Again, a guy that I sat on my bench in fantasy. I've sat him every week this year, and I've every week except one. And the one week I played him, he got under six points. And because of me not playing him, I ended up losing fantasy and not actually getting into the playoffs for the first time this year. So uh, I got to sit and watch the stat lines. That was a game, obviously, I was watching with Cleveland and Tennessee was uh, him catch 182 yards uh, last week and one touchdown. And I'm just interested in watching and seeing uh, what Tennessee does. Uh, obviously, they're in the Colts division, Justin, so I know for your sake you'd like them to not uh, stay ahead. But you saying the Colts to be a wildcard team, that's a very interesting take. Uh, I'm not going to go into the AFC North or even the AFC West. Uh, I am a very uh, kind of a soft spot for the Bills. Uh, I don't know why. When I was always a kid, I obviously a Steeler fan growing up, but I always had interest in the Bills because of them being close to Toronto. As everyone knows, I am a Toronto uh, sports fan. But uh, Josh Allen, just to be honest, big fan about. But the team that I'm just curious to watch and they've lost three in a row and I don't think they're going to come back or overtake the Rams or Seahawks and I'm kind of taking something out of Justin's book with this but Arizona you know I, I know they're a couple games back you know but if you look at Arizona their next couple games are the Giants the Eagles and the 49ers right those are though those are three football games no, obviously we just saw the Giants who've won a, uh, who've done quite well lately, and obviously we've seen Washington beat Pittsburgh. So anything can happen, but those are games that Arizona could win. Okay, and winning those three games, if Seattle for some reason or the Rams aren't as successful, you sh- you can get real tight in that division. So my eyes in particular are on the NFC West and watching the three top teams there. I don't think the Niners really would have a chance, obviously. Uh, so I would say the Rams, Seahawks, Cardinals are the teams that I'm watching. But watch out for those Cardinals still. I I still think people may peg them as, you know, oh, they're third in that division. They're behind. And it obviously all depends on how the Rams and Seahawks do because the Rams, the Patriots, the Jets, the Seahawks and the Cardinals. That's a tougher schedule. All right. And then you have the Seahawks who have the Jets, Washington Rams and Niners. So maybe a bit easier of a schedule than the Rams, but a lot of pivotal divisional games that might determine that division. So to answer your question, EJ, NFC West is something I keep an eye on going forward till the end of the season for going to you to uh, wrap up your topic. I think the one for me, the, the, the underdog that really does have a shot at taking over that division is the Miami dolphins. They, they realistically do have a shot that you get a tough schedule to finish out the year. Uh, but it, they got a shot at doing it. And that's not something that any of us thought we'd be saying this year. So that, that I find very interesting, but that NFC West battle, boy, is that tough. I mean, the Cardinals, they're, they're kind of sliding back more to the team that we thought we were going to get this year. They just came out of the gate really hot. DeAndre Hopkins looks like a stud always anytime he steps on a football field. Um, but Seattle's really concerning me right now. They're not running the football particularly well. Um, that The defense isn't playing particularly well. The only thing that they have on that team right now, it feels like, is Russell Wilson. And that's not to take anything away from Bobby Wagner on that defense, who's arguably one of the best linebackers in the league, if not the best. That just, I, I don't think that the Rams are the team to win that division. I think it does have to be Seattle. I think that they are the better team. I think they're the better brand. I'll say that, too. Um, I like Russ to finish that, find a way for that team to finish out, win that division. Um, I think you might see the Rams uh, slide a little bit, maybe find a way to just sneak into that sixth or seventh playoff spot because uh, it can get ugly out there quick. So um, the Seahawks are the team for me that I really think that even though they're just, you know, um, they're sitting below the Rams, even though they're tied with the record. I think the Rams hold a tiebreaker, um, but I think the Seahawks are going to find a way to squeak that out. It's definitely interesting. That's probably, I don't want to say it's the most exciting division, but maybe it is. The AFC North, and this may be biased, CJ, but I think we have seen two of our teams, and I think that might be the most exciting division going forward, especially the points that you brought up. If the Steelers have been exposed, the Browns can make it quite interesting for the last uh, just under handful of weeks until the end of the season. 
It's it's going to be a tough ride, and let's give the Browns some credit this week. Okay, everybody knows we're going to hand the ball off to Nick Chubb. Uh, Baker Mayfield did an absolutely fantastic job. Um, only two quarterbacks, or excuse me, excuse me, yes, only two quarterbacks this year have thrown for four touchdown passes and a half. The first one is Baker Mayfield, who did it against uh, the Bengals uh, back on, I believe it was October 25th, and then again this week against the Tennessee Titans, and that was the the, the straw that broke the camel's back. It was Baker Mayfield going out there slinging it for over 300 yards and four touchdowns. If they can continue to get that kind of performance out of them the rest of the year, and Pittsburgh, like Dave says, if they maybe got exposed and the Colts find a way to beat them, and the Brown and, and they find ways to accidentally slide and lose some games, it's we the final week of the season could be extremely exciting for the AFC North. 2020. Imagine the Browns being division champions. I'm a Steeler fan and saying that. I'll or, die. Or imagine if the Dolphins also win a division, and imagine if the Cardinals come back and beat the Seahawks and the Rams to win a division. That is hashtag 2020, even though that will be, I think, 2021 by the time we – right? Is it? By the time we find that outside out, will, of, will it be outside of my Browns, I, I hope Washington <laughs> is the team that wins their division the most. Yeah, the, the, it's January the 3rd. It'll be a big, a big football uh, game, if you will, between the Steelers and Browns. But nonetheless, fellas, Dave McCaig, EJ Russell from Escanaba. Three, uh, three syllables there. Escanaba. That's four. Uh, you know, I guess I'm not as good as math as I thought. Uh, Justin Heichel, all here on the Game Sports Show, our Sports Center Bar and Grill news show in the pocket edition. Fellas, we're going to take a quick break, sip on our beverages here, listen to a few commercials. Pop, powered by our sponsors and when we come back we have our pick them before we wrap up tonight's show make sure you don't go anywhere and hey if you haven't yet now you have time to hit like follow and subscribe on our platforms so get her done we'll be right back hold up sorry dave i'm gonna jump in here and interrupt to give a shout out to one of our great sponsors north shore sports and auto you can find them on social media at north shore sports and auto on facebook and instagram now back to you dave Hi, it's Rob Shrimp from 44 Vision Hockey. 44 Vision Hockey is an online coaching platform for both boys and girls. The 44 Vision platform is a 360-degree immersive training model designed to help players achieve their goals. You can learn from the coaches who have all achieved from the highest levels in the game, all the way from NHL on the men's side to Olympic team members on the women's side. Check out our website at 44visionhockey.com. You can follow The Game Sports Show on Facebook and Instagram at The Game Sports Show. Five, four, three, two, and one. Welcome back to the game sports show, Sports Center Bar and Grill News Show Edition in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, or in the pocket edition. It is being continued by your host, David McCaig, joined and continue to be joined by EJ Russell and Justin Heichel, all via Skype here on the show as we are not inside the bar here tonight. I must remind you that we Yours truly, in particular, is inside the Gem Studios, and we are through the online ways here. But make sure you go on down to Sports Center Bar and Grill, in particular, following the proper procedures and protocols to enjoy their famous 75 cent wing nights on Monday or Wednesday, or just in general to enjoy the great atmosphere that Sports Center Bar and Grill, Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario's best sports bar at all times. It is fantastic there, and the original home of the game sports show in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, for over five years, Justin. I think time is absolutely flying by. But nonetheless, we're going to get into our last portion of our In the Pocket show. I must remind listeners that we will have additional show, shows this week. We'll have EJ's Hot Seat show. I already can feel the sizzle all the way from Escanaba. Uh, we will have our special edition upload this week with Jeremy Oblonsky, myself, and Brooksy. But I must tease, because I didn't do this at the beginning, we will have a hockey upload this week, and we do plan to have a Strike Zone edition as well, as long as Connor is available. So a lot of news content and shows going up this week, and a big news coming out in hockey you throughout the pittsburgh penguins organization this this week and yikes uh, there there's a lot of uh, news to get into on the hockey side let alone just the news side so myself and the fellas that being justin heichel and crew we'll get into that later this week expect that upload to be on the weekend and i appreciate everybody being so patient with our schedule it is all over the place i know basically the only consistent shows that we have had in terms of following frequent days has been our monday show our sports center show and obviously ej's thursday show has obviously been consistent but our other couple shows here in Sault Ste. Marie, ontario have been sporadic and just due to everything that is going on and just uh, the recording for each one because of the sports that are currently being actively played so just enough with my blabber talk here at the beginning i just want to make sure i give all the listeners the reminders let's jump into our pick 'em 
for week 14. And I will remind listeners that we will have our uh, prior to Christmas holidays uh, updated standings, if you will. And EJ Russell's uh, factor count will be involved in this year as long as he continues to be involved with uh, the Pick'em going in towards the end of the year for our Pick'em trophy, which we haven't announced in the last couple of years. EJ, if you forgot, we have a Pick'em trophy if you end up winning and having the most successful record at the end of the year. Now, even though you're in the States, I'll find it a way to get it to you if you win. So let's continue our Pick'em. Last week was a wicked week, I can tell you, just in results. But I want to jump into this week, obviously. Week 14, it is another pivotal week in the National Football League. And Justin, I'm going to let you uh, get started for what's going on this week in the National Football League. And... Overall, week 14, I'm just excited that the season has gone to this point without having too many issues, and we're able to talk about week 14. And to get started, that will be our Thursday night game, will be the Patriots and Rams. Huge game, especially for the Rams. Who's winning that game? I'm uh, I'm taking the Rams on this one. I mean, I was talking them up earlier, so i gotta, I got to stick to my guns. Like that. EJ? Rams. Rams, keeping it easy. Uh, fellas, I'm going to go on the other side of the on the spectrum, keeping it bold. I'm going to go to the Patriots. going to be riding the high after last week's uh, shellacking, if you will, over the uh, Chargers. Maybe they found a little bit of kind of a gem within themselves. Uh, gem, if you will. I like throwing that plug out there. I, I think they're going to beat the Rams this week. Just to make it a bit more interesting in that division for the Rams, too. What, what would 2020 be with a bit more entertainment? Titans, Jags, I'll start with it. I'm actually going to go with the Titans this week. I was actually going to lean towards the Jags for some reason because I feel bold this week, but I, I shook my head and realized that that is absolute crazy talk, so I kept it realistic and going with the Titans. Justin. Yeah, I mean, as much as I'd like the Jags to win, the Titans are going to win this. EJ? Um, I'd actually be betting on this game. Tennessee, seven and a half point favorite on the road. Uh, I think they're winning by a lot more than that, Tennessee. Oh, absolutely. That's a game that you definitely want to get in. Hey, our pro line expert, EJ, I don't know how much, uh, uh, how much you do on the end of outside for sports betting, if you will, but this, that's one thing that we do talk about on the show. No, Justin, are you going to be betting on that game? <laughs> I mean, that that should be a lock as far as I'm concerned for Tennessee. Literally an actual lock. Buccaneers, Vikings. Bet big. Bet your house. Bet bet everything you own on that one. Would you bet your please, house? Please bet gamble Dave's responsibly. House. Bet Dave's house on it. Let's bet our house on it our Gem Studios. That would be fantastic. And I, I imagine my girlfriend would love to know that we lost the house if it doesn't work out. Uh, bu- uh, Don't tell her. <laughs> Bucking, uh, Buccaneers, Vikings, EJ. Uh, I take the uh, Tampa Bay Gronkineers in this one. Gronkineers. That's actually, I've never heard that one. I like that. Justin. Uh, I, I've been tossed up on this one all week. I mean, uh, this is a big inner office matchup at work. We've got a Vikings fan and a Bucks fan, and I've just been stoking the fire on either side. So uh, I have to show my uh, show my hand here. I'm going to take the Bucks. Bucks. Oh, they're going to listen to the show. And uh, I think the, the Viking fan isn't going to be too happy. But I think he might like me because, you know, I'm going to bet against the, the Gronkineers, if you will, and Tom Brady. Uh, it's definitely not the year maybe that they planned out to be in Tampa Bay. Uh, and I'm just going to go with the Vikings overall. I, I'm just going to be that guy not to sweep for Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Uh, the Chiefs and Dolphins. This is going to be a very good game. I'm interested, EJ. Do you know the spread in this game? No, I don't. I just I stepped away for a second. Let me pull it up here. What do we got? Uh, seven points. Spread. Seven points. Ooh. Oh, surprising. EJ, who do you think is taking this game? Kansas City. This is that's a no-brainer. <laughs> Justin. I'm going to do it. I'm taking the Dolphins. Yes, I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it because guess what? I'm joining the friggin' uh, the Ace Ventura train. If everyone knows my reference to that, the Dolphins in this, absolutely. And you know what? If I'm a betting man, I'll take that spread and say the Dolphins are going to win this by I don't know with with three. Uh, I would don't I want to say almost by a touchdown or two. Would be the do they the, cover the seven? Mm, yeah, uh, I'm so tight to see. Yeah. It. What do you think? Yeah, Justin? Yeah. Yeah? (laughs) That's just a lot of yes going on. I like that. Dolphins, too. So confident. Oh, I I might have to bet the house, actually, here, fellas. Uh, Nonetheless, I wouldn't mind making a couple payments. Broncos, Panthers, moving on from that. Uh, This is a game I probably won't tune into as much as the other games that are going on, so I'll go first with this. 
I'm going to go with the Broncos uh, to win this game. I really don't have a for sure reason. I think that the Panthers overall could be a better football team, but I got a feeling for the Broncos. Justin. I think uh, I was reading an article today. I think the Panthers might have some COVID stuff going on this week. So I'm going to take the Broncos. True. I heard about that as well. That was a recent article before we went on air that I was reading. EJ. Uh, Chris McCaffrey plays. I like the Panthers. I, I just, I think he's, you know, one of the best running backs in the league. So, uh, Panthers are at home. I'll take the Panthers here. Panthers. There you go. I like the differences in picks. I think that's a lot of, not too many similar picks. Love when that happens. Texans and the Bears. And watched, I watched the Bears, if you will, last week. And listen, you know, I'll flat out say that being in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, and having a wide range of Michigan based listeners with the Lions being able to come back in that football game and win <laughs> the way that they did against Mitch Trubisky, who, who had the ball fumble and it was recovered by the Lions and they, they get it down in the zone. I, 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 I love it, man. I, I absolutely loved it last week. Uh, so I'm sorry, Bears fans, but that is awesome entertainment to watch. And you can chirp me about the Steelers all you want. Just look at the differences in records. All I'll say Texans and Bears. I'm going to fight. I'll say the Texans are just going to stomp on top of the Bears this week. I'm taking them to be uh, over two touchdown favorites, to be honest. That's how bold I'm being this week. EJ. Uh, anybody that's playing the Bears, I'll take the Texans. Love that. EJ, or uh, Justin, sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the Texans, too. I uh, briefly, momentarily, just for maybe a second, felt bad for Deshaun Watson at the end of the game this weekend. So I think he's going to take that out of the Bears. Oh, yeah, he is. But were you guys laughing at what Mitch Trubinsky did, or did you guys feel bad for him? Whoever wants to jump in on that. I, I don't ever feel bad about anything Mitchell Trubisky did because <laughs> he went to Mentor High School, and I hate that town. Like, they were a rival for us in football in high school. So, no, I don't care. A- anything that's that bad besides injury that happens to Mitchell Trubisky is fantastic. <laughs> Love that. Cardinals, Giants, Justin. This uh... Uh, this is a tough one. I gotta, I got I'm gonna pick with my heart this week, and I'm gonna take the Cardinals. Happy to hear that. I am also on the Cardinals. I'm flying on the back of that bird for sure. Cardinals. EJ. I'm gonna go G-Men at home. I think they're gonna find a way to make this this uh, NFC East somewhat interesting. Give me the Giants at home. Why not? Hashtag 2020. Holy, what has happened? Cowboys Bengals. Let's talk about a a game here that the Cowboys need to win. But you know what? Screw it. They ain't winning it. It's going to be the Bengals this week. I'm just a final say it. EJ. Well, I kind of hope that they don't win because I think they need to make sure that they're going to get Joe Burrow some help, get a better draft pick. Um, Cowboys can't be that bad. (laughs) <laughs> um, and I don't know who's throwing the football for Cincinnati still. Was it that Allen kid? Whatever. No, I'll take the Cowboys. I here. think Why it's that Allen kid. Yeah, I'm taking the Cowboys. Justin. Yeah, I'm going to take the Cowboys. I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to pick up a storyline in this, and it's like Andy Dalton playing his old team. That's the storyline. Maybe the right. Cowboys defense will show up. If there's anyone that plays defense on the Cowboys, I didn't see it last night. <laughs> Um, but I'm going to take the Cowboys. Oh, I just don't like that division. But nonetheless, if a team can get to 500, at least make the playoffs, I might not be as mad as sports fan. Colts, Raiders. Justin, I'm going to you first. This game terrifies me because the Raiders played the quality of their opponent. Mm-hmm. Um, so ideally, the we get the Colts from last week. Uh, and uh, the game stays close. Uh, I've I, I'm taking the Colts, but I'm I'm nervous. I like the honesty there, EJ. Ooh, this is a tough game. Uh, I, I think I I think that they lose this game. I think that the Raiders do end up finding a way to win at home. Um, you know, I, I just I like a home team in close matchups like this, especially an organization um, that is as infamous as the. Oakland Raiders. I'll take the Raiders at home. Black, uh, silver and black. The Raiders. You know the the Las Vegas Raiders. Definitely going to be an interesting week. But I'm not. There's going an to, autumn wind blowing. 
There is for sure. And I, you know, I was going to go the route of the Raiders and I was thinking about the Colts. And then I been backtracking and thinking about, cause it's actually a tougher decision uh, than I thought, I thought for myself, but I am going to go with the Colts, but by a slim margin, it's, this is definitely a football game. They're going to watch, want to watch. And you brought up a great point, Justin, that the Raiders play at the level uh, of the team that they play against. So that is a great point. Now jets and Seahawks, I almost even want to talk about this, but maybe there's somebody who's going to throw a bowl prediction. It ain't going to be me. Seahawks are going to beat the jets. Justin. Well, were you trying to bait me in with that one? Like, uh, you know where I'm going on this. I'm taking the Jets. Oh. <laughs> yeah. The Jets are going to take it out on Jamal Adams. Oh, baby. Oh, this That could be a pivotal in the pick em standings right there with this prediction. Love that. EJ. Go Hawks. <laughs> No, no hope for the like Jets. Last, let, no, like last week was like kind of a winnable game for them because they were at home getting the team from playing out west. Uh, they're going to Seattle. No, uh, Hawks at home, 12th man. Die nuts. Packers, Lions, EJ. Hmm. Well, I think that if the Lions find a way to win one game that they're not supposed to, I think they could find a way to beat the Packers at home. But I like Aaron Rodgers and what that team's doing. Uh, Matt LaFleur's done a nice job getting that team back into um, a very, very respectable place. Arguably one of the best teams in the NFC. Um, I'll take the Packers in Fort Field. MVP favorite, I believe, Aaron Rodgers, if I remember correctly. Sharon Rodgers. Sharon Rodgers. <laughs> Justin. I'm taking the Packers in this one. I, I can't bring myself to pick the Lions to win. It's, it's, they're the Lions. Oh, even though after a big heroic win last week, heroic, is that even the right term I want to use? I don't Maybe not heroic. No, it was the Lions were playing the Bears. That's, <laughs> the Lions are allowed to win that one. <laughs> I'm actually going Packers. I've uh, picked the Lions a lot this year, but uh, I just can't say, say no to Aaron Rodgers. The guy is just an absolute stud. Five more games going to get into, fellas. Falcons and Chargers. Chargers coming back after 45 to zilch. Loss and I'm gonna go first here and say I know one of our co-hosts here and in particular one of our hockey analysts Dane Hantrell might like this prediction. I am going with the Falcons. I honestly think the Chargers don't put up another 10 points again this week. I think the Falcons are gonna win this game 30 points and up to 10 on the Chargers. Flat out saying it. And the Falcons aren't even that great of a football team at all. But just got that gut feeling it's gonna be a rough week for the Chargers. Justin. Yeah, I don't like. Someone has to win this game. That's that's what's gonna happen here. They can tie. They can tie. You know what? Like, I'm almost wishing that this is a shootout. This almost like stinks to that game that you look at on the schedule every week and go, well, that one's gonna be rough. And then you end up watching over under forty nine. Yeah, yeah, like I, I think that's gonna be the underrated, uh, you know, additions to your fantasy roster game right there this week. So I'm uh, gonna take the Chargers. Chargers, oof, EJ. Chargers at home plus two and a half. I, I think that after getting their their shit kicked in, they gotta they gotta play well this week. So I think they're fighting for Anthony Lynn's job. I, I like I actually like Joey Bosa's comments that he's gonna show up and do his job. Uh, you know what? You're one of the leaders on that football team. Call your boys up. Hey, everybody needs to start doing their job. Okay, maybe not that he's calling one individual out. Maybe he's calling the whole team out, and that's kind of what I think. Um, show up to work, do your job. Chargers win like that point, actually. Uh, Washington and 49ers, I think this game has uh, some good storyline, if you will, obviously, again, with Alex Smith, never mind, which is him playing, obviously, him being a uh, former 49er, if you will, and if I remember correctly, top of my head, I know when he was there, I believe, it was during the Colin Kaepernick times as well. Um, Kaepernick is who replaced him. Yes, that's right. So, uh, maybe a little bit of fire again under Alex or maybe just a little bit of appreciation playing against the Niners. So I'm actually going to go first uh, again with this pick and I'm actually going to pick the Washington football club to beat the 49ers. And I know the 49ers have had a rough year just with everything that's gone on. So I don't think it's going to get any better this week. EJ. I agree. I like the storylines here. Uh, I think the Washington football team's fighting for a division crown Niners. You don't really have, uh, what looks like a way out here. Give me Washington in what is not really a home game for the Niners in Arizona. No, that's right. Justin. I've, I've got the football team to win this one. Uh, the football team. 
I'm curious to see what they're going to be called. I wonder if they're going to be called the Sentinels, like the movie. That would just be absolutely fantastic. And get, I would I like to see Red Tails. And then get Keanu Reeves out there to be the announcement of that. Oh, guy's fire. <laughs> the guy is absolute fire. Say, and I don't mean by look, so don't take it in that way. I'm just saying that the guy's an awesome actor. He's just a wicked person. The Jets should hire Shane Falco to be their quarterback right now. <laughs> they, they, you mean they don't have him? <laughs> No, he's gotta get re- he's, he's gotta get replaced. Uh, never mind. That's it's the great value version. It's Joe Flacco. Joe, Flu- Joe Fluco, <laughs> Super Bowl winner. Oh my God. Saint, Super Saint, Bowl MVP. Yes, good point. Saints Eagles. Very uh, Saints. You know what? Like Taste uh, Hale played such a great game. It was a great week last week. I found out it's such it's so awesome. People see he can throw the football and run. And you know when he runs the football, he's just comfortable. It, it's it's he's he's a great talent for that team. Obviously been real uh, big for the absence of Drew Brees. Uh, but I'm not going to make my prediction yet. I'll go last in this one. EJU first for the Saints or Eagles. I like uh, the new Tim Tebow. Give me Taysom Hill and the Saints. Well, I like that example. Justin. He's a he's a better passer though than Tebow was. Yeah, these hopefully he doesn't put his uh, hopefully he doesn't do his Tebowing on the sidelines. So if that starts to happen, I'm out. I'm out. Taysom Hill can do whatever he wants. I like <laughs> Justin. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm gonna take the Saints in this one. I mean, uh, Jalen Hurts uh, interests me. That that's for sure. But I I can't pick the Eagles to win. They're brutal. Oh, not winning that football game, and I'll keep it simple. Saints winning that. We got two more games we're gonna get to, fellas, and this might be uh, a couple interesting. These are big games, right? Sunday nighter, then a Monday nighter. What better way than to end your weekend? Even though we have some great games during the day, obviously, but Steelers and Bills, huge game. Monday nighter, we have the Ravens and Browns pivotal division matchup in particular for the Browns right so Steelers and Bills first we got to go into here obviously they're in Buffalo big test for Pittsburgh okay to bounce back after last week this will be a test to prove that the Pittsburgh Steelers are a good football team as everyone knows they are they're 11 and 1 they're one of the top in the league a lot of people have given them criticism for being a team that isn't as good as the record states obviously I disagree the defense has been great this year the offense with the addition of even Chase Claypool has been Absolutely rock solid. They had an off week last week. Big week for the Steelers, but they're going against a great quarterback in Josh Allen. Justin, giving you first dabs at who you think is going to win this game. I'm, I'm taking the Bills. Josh Allen's going to keep rolling, and uh, I think the Steelers are going to go on a bit of a losing streak here. I don't even. I think you said this was going to happen earlier in the year, to be honest. EJ. Have you ever heard of that uh, rap group? They were three six. What was their? What was the name? Three six what? Three six Mafia. Yeah, that's right, baby. I'll take Bills Mafia here because I need it, baby. Had to make me say it. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> three six Mafia Goose got me loose. Never mind. I won't even. Never mind. I won't even jump in. Don't get me singing. You, yeah. Even <laughs> on an unedited podcast, should we not mouth some of their lyrics? <laughs> Especially with me singing. No, it's, it's not safe for us. No, it's not safe for anyone potentially driving as well. It might cause an accident. Obviously, you guys know where I'm going with this. Uh, both bias opinion yet a bounce back kind of week needed for the Steelers. And that's kind of outside of the bias pick. They need to win. They need to ensure they can lock up that division. Even though I would love a 2020, if you will, storyline between the Browns and Steelers at the end of the year. Uh, I kind of don't want that because as a Toronto sports fan, uh, those times don't really work out for me. Uh, So I'm going to go for the Steelers here. Hopefully they can walk away with a W in Buffalo. Ravens. Browns, what a way to end this week and end the show here, EJ, with our last game. We're going to jump into before we wrap up the show. Your Browns, I'm going to give you the floor here for a bit. Justin, you follow. I'll conclude who I think is going to win this game. Who do you think is taking this game, EJ? Dog pound, and I think that the Browns defensive line steps up. Miles Garrett's going to get to play against uh, the Baltimore Ravens in Cleveland. And like, guess what? Cleveland's still allowing fans in there. Um, I do think that that helps. I think Cleveland finds a way to win this game. Miles Garrett's going to have a couple sacks, I think. Uh, Baker Mayfield, I don't know if he's going to throw over 300 again or four touchdowns, but uh, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt leading the way as always. There you go. Nick Chubb is absolutely sick. Have him in fantasy. Great, one of my great pickups this this year. Uh, Justin, you next. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm on the Browns train on this one. I mean, both teams run the ball really well. I think the Browns have a better defense right now, or at least they're playing a lot better right now. Uh, I think that's going to be the difference maker in the game. I, uh, I mean, the Ravens' offense to me is is frustrating at times, and 
I, I think Baker's got a better handle on his team over at Lamar right now, so I'm taking the Browns. People are going to be very surprised I'm going this route, but shake and bake, you know, I, I can't pick against the Browns, even just to be that guy. I, I, I can't. I've done that in a couple picks already this week, and uh, I just the better football team is the Browns, and I'm actually very happy to say that because teams I've always had a soft spot for, the Browns, uh, the Lions, teams that weren't always successful. Into, now the Lions aren't where the Browns are, obviously, uh, but to see the Browns uh, – get into the playoffs in particular and hopefully they don't overtake the division to be honest sorry EJ Uh, but I I just like to see them succeed though and do well it's just great for the city of Cleveland great for that organization that's been an absolute dumpster fire for so many years right I think they went through first winning season since 2007 unbelievable i think they went through 33 quarterbacks just when tom brady was the quarterback alone when he started in new england to when he left i think that's a correct stat i could be wrong uh but they went through i lost count i think it's it's a large amount and to see them succeed uh, is something that i would enjoy and to win this football game they're certainly going to do and what a great weekend to end up on sunday nighter and the monday nighter I know I won't be live pausing any fucking games anymore, for God's sake. I don't care if I have anything else going on. I ain't hitting that because when I accidentally hit play and saw that loss, I could have thrown that remote through my new television set here in the living room in the house. So those are two games I ain't missing. I know you boys are missing it. Now, that has been our pick'em here for our Sports Center at Barn Grill News Edition show, or in the pocket edition from Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, inside the Gem Studios and through the Skype airways or internet waves. Whatever you want to say, as I mentioned, we'll be back inside Sports Center next week before we go on our Xmas holiday tradition, where we usually take a couple weeks off until the first week of the new year. I want to, I don't, I will not be bringing up any f- topics any forward, but I'm going to give Justin and EJ if there's any last or final topics you want to bring forward. Are we clear? to knee here boys to wrap up the and and, and to kill the clock i'm, I'm good uh, go I'm browns good. there we go we're to take a knee there's the hut not the hot hot hike not the hot hot see ya none of that we are taking a i tried it dj i'm so sorry i shouldn't have tried that but i i'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna taking the hut right now taking the knee here as we're going to wrap up our in the pocket segment now i want to say thank you obviously sports center bar and grill longtime sponsor make sure you get down there for the famous monday and wednesday 75 cent wing nights along with all the sponsors of the game sports show and jam in its entirety and make sure you hit like follow and subscribe on all on all of our platforms and before i even get to say goodbye i want to make sure i remind our listeners okay that it was one of our analysts birthdays recently and that was justin heichel who shares the same birthday as philip rivers Fun fact. Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> I'm not singing happy birthday. No, we don't do that on the show. Don't. Happy birthday, bud. Yeah. It was, <laughs> Thanks, his birthday, guys. His birthday was obviously not tonight. It was yesterday, December the 8th. Hopefully I didn't screw that date up. <laughs> you know, no, I should know. You're good. You got I, it. I'm friggin' clear for takeoff. Great. It, obviously, getting the days mixed up nowadays in the 2020 year. But nonetheless, happy birthday to Justin, longtime member of the Game Sports Show. Uh, so make sure you guys wish him happy birthday below. Comment below on any comments or feedback, or if you want to reach out to us to have a discussion. And getting to our conclusion portion, EJ, I want to say thank you, my friend. Uh, you're obviously here again this week. We hope that you're here next week. Obviously, before we go on our couple weeks hiatus for our holidays and Christmas. I want to say thank you for coming on the show. And what's up for you this week, my friend, in Ness Canaba? Uh, tomorrow night, Tyler and I will be recording uh, the latest edition of The Hot Seat, sponsored by Moe's Pub in Escanaba. Uh, 24 TVs, multiple local craft beers on tap. Best place to catch a game in Escanaba. Best pub in Escanaba. Uh, but we're going to be doing a special uh, college basketball segment this week. Mm. And... The plan is that Butch Davis will be joining us from our Monday night edition of the game on ESPN 1400 and Butch on Sports, which you can find at thegamesportshow.com, thegamesportshow.podbean.com. So uh, looking forward to doing a new, uh, having a new guest on our show. That'll be Butch's first time on the hot seat, but I've been working with him for years, so it should be fun. I know I've been uh, a lot of questions, um, uh, making sure we get uh, more of EJ's shows on Spotify and Apple, etc. Obviously, he mentioned the Game Sports Show and Podbean. As we do launch our new site going into the new year, no, not the Gem platform. Sorry for everyone who's waiting for that to come out. No, we will be updating the Game Sports Show site, which is a part of our uh, two-week hiatus as well. So we'll be making adjustments for our links where we connect all of our platforms too. So make sure you stay tuned to that. You will have the hot seat more available on other platforms. So EJ, all the great work that we do, we appreciate 
appreciated at Gem, and I always look forward to listening to your edition. Tyler has been a great addition overall to the family of Gem and the Game Sports Show as we expand our platform and more into the Gem platform. There's my only teaser I'll bring up with Gem. Justin. Thanks, bud. Of course. Justin, thanks for taking the time, as always, especially the night after your birthday, my friend. Obviously, we weren't in person again this week, but we will be in person next week before we go on our Christmas holidays. Obviously, unless something with COVID occurs where the world shuts down again next week, but obviously we don't anticipate that to happen. Thank you for taking the time to come on here tonight. Hey, no problem. It's good to talk to everyone, uh, as usual, and uh, yeah, we'll touch base uh, this week sometime. Definitely. And Justin, as you, I will be talking to you again this week when we have our hockey upload, loads of stories to get into and lots of hockey news and also rumors to go around. Hopefully it's more confirmed by that time. Make sure to hit like, follow, and subscribe and to remind you on all of our platforms again, as well as social media, which is at the Gain Sports Show. And make sure to check out thegainsportshow.com. Make that a part of your home desktop on your laptop, your overall computer, your mobile device, smartphone, whatever it may be. You can simply do that. It's amazing. I've seen a lot of our friends do that. A lot of connections. There's a lot of fans as well where they've actually sent me screenshots uh, of where they made it their homepage and it's their little logo on their uh, on their iPhone on the home screen. It's just cool to see and it's very easy just to access. You click it, you keep up to date with all the sports news that we definitely put out here on the Game Sports Show. I'd like to remind you to keep your stick on the ice, swing your bats, catch your touchdowns, swing your threes, and shoot your shots. Booyah.